Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Say No podcast. I'm Kelly Winters. I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I am here today with my amazing sister and co-host. Hello, everyone. I'm Coach Kayla Wynn, aka Kayla Winters. I utilize she, her, hers pronouns, and we're so excited to have Paola G joining us today. She is a fashion and beauty expert, up-and-coming Latina singer. She's been in fashion and makeup for over eight years, and Paola's mission through her different channels is to empower others to be bold and confident because you fucking can. A huge welcome to Paola G. <laughs> Today, we will get into Paola's journey of rejecting, seeking, and changing, but before we do, it is super important that Kayla and I take some time to acknowledge the privilege that we hold. As we move forward, neither of us want to cause any harm with our podcast as we explore a range of topics. Kayla and I are both white women born in America, come from a middle-class, single-family home, we both have a college education, are in heteronormative relationships, utilize cisgendered pronouns, are able-bodied and neurotypical. Thank you, Kelly, for that acknowledgement and holding this space um, to acknowledge our privilege as we dive deeper. Um, We also want to hold space to acknowledge the stolen Native American lands that we are recording this podcast on. So Kelly and I are located in Orange County, California, and this region includes the Tongva, Juanino, and Luisino Native American tribes. Thank you, Kayla, for holding space for that acknowledgement. Now, let's jump into our special guest. Hello, Paola. Welcome to Just Say No. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, we're so excited to have you here. And before we get started, we briefly want to get to know you more. So we have two off the bat questions for you. So where are you from? Originally, I was born in Chicago, but I think around when I was like seven or eight, I'm pretty sure I had my eighth birthday here in Phoenix. Okay, cool. And what color are you feeling today? Pink. Love it. Always a good choice. That background. (laughs) It's all like, ah, is the purple, like, is it speaking to me? But it's always, I'm always some sort of pink. It's like a soft warmth that I like. I love that. Beautiful. I, I love that like start to it and just like your background we were talking earlier it's just so pretty and like you look like you're glowing like it's like angelic like you're just oh. <laughs> um so so excited to have you here um this is so exciting and as you know just say no focuses on this idea of rejecting seeking and changing so we want to jump into a time in your life where you had to just say no So with the way that you guys explain that it's like, just say no, just rejecting something that's pretty normal to you or maybe something that may seem uncomfortable to you. For me, I know that growing up Latina in a very strict household, I feel like there were a lot of cultural norms. There were a lot of stereotypical norms that were always kind of put on me based off of either my family, my religion, by um, the media, stereotypes in the media, by friends and family, and especially growing up in a pretty whitewashed community where I was one of the handful of people of color. I feel that a lot of people had this preconceived notion of who I was supposed to be or that I was supposed to be like the, you know, loud, crazy Latina. That's like, which, you know, I can, but that doesn't mean that every single person is like that. And so, for example, when it comes to like cultural norms, my parents were very strict on me. 
And so they were super duper strict. And, you know, even when it comes to things that a lot of my friends or people around me, a lot of my white friends that people were doing, like just say like, you know, going out past a certain time, having sleepovers with their friends, um, going to college. College was a big deal for me because I knew that, you know, I wasn't just going to be like, I'm going to up and move out the house because with Latin parents, it's not really like, oh, you're 18, you're getting kicked out. It's like, hey, like you can pretty much stay here as long as you want until you like, until you get married. So I remember talking to my mom around my junior year of high school saying, I think I want to go to college. And you know what? I don't really know what it is for yet, but I've got good grades. You've always instilled in me to um, get good grades because if so, then I can get scholarships for school. And I was like, I think I want to go away to college. And she goes like, well, why do you want to go away to college when you can just go to a community college? You can just go and you're pretty much just going to stay at home until you get married. And I took a step back and was like, that's not really necessarily like my end goal. It's not like, oh yeah, let me just kind of do things day by day and wait until I get married and then kind of start my life from there. So for me, leaving the house was definitely a big deal for me because, I mean, my mom didn't move out until she was like in her early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. And even then her parents didn't even really let her move out. They were like, you're going to live with your brother. You have to be living with someone. So it was basically like, her and the brother moved out, but it was like, okay, I don't have that independence. I'm still living with my sibling. So it was kind of just not normal necessarily in my family, especially being like a Latin woman. It's like, why do you want to leave? What's so bad about being in the house that you want to leave? And it was like, no, I know that I need to have growth outside of my family, outside of my surroundings, outside of my community, outside of what it is that I have known my entire life, especially growing up with them being pretty strict on me and feeling like, you know, not that I had some horrible childhood or anything is I had a beautiful childhood but just saying like oh maybe there were certain things that I wasn't allowed to do just because my parents were like uh no you're not gonna do that so um with going to school I knew that it was gonna be a big step for me to separate myself from my family to be like all right who really is Paola who am I outside of all of that to be able to say okay, you know what, this is where I can start to grow. So definitely kind of just saying no to all those things that I felt like I grew up with, those that uh, strictness of my parents, the the cultural norms around me to be like, oh yeah, like she's like this Latin girl, she's really loud, she's really crazy, she's all this, it's what I've seen in the media. I had to learn to take that back and be like, no, I need to learn who I am completely for myself and not based on what people are around me. So definitely going away to school, which was very, very hard, and I had a very hard time with my family through it, with um, friends through it, especially a lot of my close friends, they went to um, a different school than I did, so I was pretty much the only one of my friend group that went away northwise and it was very difficult but I think it was a very difficult learning process that I needed to have because I learned a lot of independence I learned a lot of who I was apart from everything else that I was familiar with and it helped me grow so much and to be who I am today you make that sound so graceful just like now here I am this beautiful butterfly (laughs) Sounds graceful, but it's rough. It's like yeah. taking a hike through glass barefoot. It's not fun whatsoever. Yeah. It's definitely 
learning process. And it's something that I'm still continuing to learn every single day, especially when it does come to like, um, my my parents, I know it's something that I almost feel like I'm now teaching them all these things, like when it comes to um, mental health, when it comes to um, different societal norms, when it comes to what's it, what is okay and what's not to say, how to handle different situations, and to now be like, you know, I'm... I know I'm your little girl. I will always be your little girl, but you have to understand that your little girl is also a young woman now. So I can still have my own identity as a young woman. Like I can't just be seen as your daughter. I know you will always see that, but I have to have my own individual personality outside of being your child. And you have to also respect that. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to be okay with everything it is that I do, but you have to respect that it's my own decisions. And if I ever am in some sort of need of help, I know that you guys will always care for and love me no matter what, but I still have to do what it is that I need to do as my own individual person. For sure. So you, you said that it was like, Kayla was like, you made this sound so graceful, but you said it was like, walking barefoot on glass what were some of the emotions that you went through as you started this process of like rejecting all of this I feel like when you're trying to get your to know yourself like the best it's when you have to see yourself in all different facets like not just like oh the happy person oh the outgoing person oh not just like the studious person like you have to see all the darkness with the light so when it comes to like acknowledging all that there were a lot of things i had to see and be like okay these are things that have happened in my life, gone on in my life, like what it is that I want to do to change that. How can I be a better person? Even to this day, I still look and be like, all right, what is it that I did wrong in this situation? What is it that I can do to be better from this situation? And a lot of times there's things that you're going to see that you don't like about yourself, but it all just depends on how you're going to grow and be better. And there was a point in college that I felt like, there was so much going on around me that I took on so much change that it was all kind of like hitting me. There were things coming up and um, I didn't know how to process everything properly. And honestly, it completely drained me to the point that I was extremely, extremely depressed. I didn't want to eat. I could barely sleep. I would wake up in the morning and just immediately want to cry. It was just the idea of getting out of bed just made me want to absolutely sob. And I was in like a math class and I was getting frustrated that I wasn't understanding because I hate numbers and I wasn't understanding and just in a tutoring session, just in the middle of it, up and left and was like, went home, just cried. And I felt like I wasn't able to get through it. I almost wanted to drop out of school. It was like the whole process almost kind of came full circle in a way that I was like, I wanted to learn and go and be out for myself. And then it was like, dang, I think I learned a little bit too much. Now it's mm -hmm. really weighing on me. And I wanted to completely drop out of school. I wanted to be home. I wanted to be kind of taken care of by my parents again. I wanted to just be in a safe place of like my own home and it was really, really hard. I didn't know how to process it. And I think it was hard too because of the mental health stigma when it comes to, um, especially within like the Latino community, that my parents didn't really know how to deal with it either. So they didn't really help me the best way in the way that they knew how to help me process what I was going through as well. And it was more so I just kind of had to learn for myself and what it is that I needed to do and the best way to possibly go through it. 
And I started going to therapy. I started to just try and be, um, I've always been a pretty positive person, but I just tried to do more positive affirmations every single day. Say that, you know, like, um, things that are going on are not your fault. Um, what is your fault? Like you can always grow from that no matter what, like I'm worthy of love. I am, I'm beautiful. I'm happy. I'm light that, um, I can't let other people's darkness take away my light. So I had to just try and say those things over over and over again, talk to people about different situations that had happened to me. And basically you just have to go through it. Like there's nothing else that you can do, but just go through it to be able to be like, Hey, let's figure out a way to make this better. Let's see what we can do to just be able to move on and process and get through it. And it's such a difficult process that I, you know, I graduated from school in 2019, right? Is when we graduated? Mm -hmm. 2019. And there's still things that I'm processing and still things that I'm learning. It's not an overnight thing. It's something that you got to continually do. And it's just something that, you know, it's, it's not easy to go through. It's not all just like, oh, let's just be positive. Let's just drink tea in the morning and, you know, put on a cute filter. And, you know, a lot of things that you see on social media that it's like, oh, this aesthetically pleasing, like little scenario. No, it's really tough. It's really tough. I completely agree with you and I almost like consider college like one of the most like traumatic things that you can like put yourself through going at least the process of going away and going to university. I know again not speaking from my own experience I know not everyone's experience is like that but it sounds like you kind of had a similar <laughs> experience um, so but um, I'm so curious to hear more of like, what are the things that you sought out throughout your journey of, you know, you mentioned therapy, you mentioned affirmations. I just want to like highlight those affirmations. Those are some powerful ass affirmations that you just like, you just like brought them off like no nothing, but like for lots of people. And I'm sure in the beginning, it wasn't easy to say those things to yourself. And so um, I love that. What are some other things that you like sought out during just your experience in general throughout college and through this process of finding yourself, like what were different avenues that you took to like explore yourself? Um, I think I definitely, I had, I mean, you even saw, I had multiple mental breakdowns of just being like, what am I doing? Like, what is it that I'm actually doing and where am I supposed to be? Is there even place I'm supposed to be like I feel like I'm not supposed to be here, especially even being a first generation student that like I felt like I had very like zero to little no guidance of what I was actually supposed to be doing. I didn't necessarily other than the actual people that were there, like advisors, um, other colleagues, things like that. I felt like I didn't really have anybody to go to, to be like, all right, what is it that you went through to be able to go through this. And so definitely different resources at school helped me a lot. And I know for me, my um, having my sister up at school with me, which is kind of funny, because even though I said I wanted to get away from like family to learn from myself, I think because my sister was trying to go through that same process as well, that we really leaned on each other to be like, all right, so this is both how we grew up. This is the situation that we're in now. We're both going through similar things. We have a similar mentality. We both grew up with the same parents to know like, all right, this is how they would have viewed it, but how is it that we can view it to then take ourselves away from our parents' mentality? And 
what are we doing? So definitely like different school resources, my sister. And um, honestly, just I've always been the type of person that if I have a random question or if I have a random thought, I immediately go to the internet and not saying like, oh, I'm going to TikTok or social media, but I'll try and look up like articles and stuff or ask different questions or see what other people do to be able to get themselves through things that I was doing. So for example, like, um, a thing that my sister and I do sometimes I'll just be like, Hey, like I'm feeling really anxious right now. Like, I don't know what to do. And she'll immediately, I'll see her on the computer and she'll be like, all right, let's do this little like game thing, which is basically like, um, I can't think of the name of what it is now, but it's things to basically distract yourself from the anxiety to then, um, center yourself a little bit more and be like, okay, like everything's not as scary as it actually is. One of my favorite ones, especially with, um, having crazy long Latino names is doing your whole like first, middle, last name, and you have to spell it all backwards. So like just Paula, it'd be A-L-O-A-P, but my whole like first middle last name and then she'll go okay do moms do dads let's do this aunt this uncle and then we'll just go and do it and i'm so focused it becomes a game i'm like i don't even know what i was stressed out about (laughs) i'm stressing about how to spell this name (laughs) (laughs) this long ass name oh my god no i love that tip yeah grounding i love grounding activities oh yeah de la rosa (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that is awesome. <laughs> I love that tip. That is such like a good um like grounding activity. I I love love love. It's like such a game changer for anxiety and whatnot. So I I love that. Um can you share some of like the resources that you like saw after through school? I'm just curious. Yeah, so one I know that um it wasn't necessarily through school, but I mm-hmm. did go to um a therapy outside of school um what was it called I can't remember what the name of the facility was but I went to a um a a therapist that was outside of the school grounds and absolutely loved her I still think about her to this day and I'm just like really really appreciative for everything that she was able to teach me and um walk me through and then also when it came to um like a lot of different activities. Like I found a lot of um, comfort in the gym. I actually started working there. As you know, I did find a lot of comfort in kind of just doing something completely for myself. Just even if it's something that like setting a goal for myself, like, hey, I'm gonna try and do a pull up or something. I'm gonna try and get myself to do a pull up or try and get myself to hold a plank for this amount of time. And whatever it is, it was something that I was doing for myself. So I did find a lot of comfort in the gym. And then they also had different things like acupuncture and um just things that for me were kind of like, okay, let me let me try this. So then that way I can at least be in a state where I'm focused on doing this activity or activity, if you would call acupuncture an activity to be like, all right, let me go ahead and try and do this. And it's available to me Uh, a lot of times, like outside of school, it wouldn't be available to me as easily, whether it be like price point insurance wise. So it was really cool that I had that available at the school to be able to do it because it's something I normally wouldn't have gone out of my way to seek out. Um, So things like that. And then different um, clubs too, that I just found were to similar people that were similar like me and going through, through similar things like me. So for example, they had like first generation groups. So then I could be around people that were going through the same thing saying like, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Um, and just in general, I think with all the like, um, 
RAs, CAs, people that were always there checking in on me. I was actually able to get like pretty close to some of the RAs from like my freshman year and the halls. And it was kind of cool to have that like mentor to go through that time with as well and just have someone to feel like I could go to. So that was some of the resources that I know that I could think of off the top of my head that I know helped me a lot. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. What would you suggest to someone that was in your position in school? Oh, that's a tough one because I feel like I'm still kind of going through the motions of like, dang, like what could I have done differently? What could I have done this? But I think um, there's nothing really to expect when it comes to going to school. You just have to kind of take it day by day. And as much as I said that, I wanted to completely separate myself and learn who I was. I think a part of yourself is you always have to remember to the root who you are. And I think a big thing is I felt like going into the process, I didn't fully know who I was. I felt like I was still adjusting to all, like what I said, like all the things around me that were telling me who I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to be doing, what I should be doing. And I feel like I didn't truly know who I was. And I think... You can never really say like, oh, you got to completely figure out who you are, but it's just to have a confidence in who you are as a person and be comfortable with yourself because I felt like I wasn't comfortable with myself because I really didn't even know myself. And so once I started to actually be like, you know what, this is the person that I am, like I have to accept myself for who I am I'm this loud crazy Latina and but you know there's the days that I'm a little bit more quiet and soft-spoken and I can be gentle and I can be more nurturing but I can also jump on a table and want to twerk but at the same time I want to go to church on Sunday and nobody can judge me for either one other than me myself because that's who I am and nobody's going to have an expectation of who I was the night before or who I'm going to be the day after it's completely up to me and I have to be confident in myself that yeah you know what if I want to like shake some ass and then if tomorrow morning I'm going to be praying at church that's completely my prerogative and who I am as a person you're not going to be able to judge me because I'm completely comfortable and confident in myself now so you're not going to touch me whatsoever Absolutely. A big thing that I think I've grown through too, because I've gone through lots of stages myself, even like since graduating, where I'm still like learning that this huge piece of self-acceptance. And this again is something that Kelly and I were talking about yesterday and talking about her experience of like, you know, going, graduating with her AA and not feeling like it was enough and like all these things. And I feel like even, even with my bachelor's degree, like it still wasn't enough. Am I going to like get my master's? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? What am I doing? Uh, No, (laughs) stop. What is it that you want? What is important to you? Where are you spending your time? What What is important to you? I feel like that's never like a question that's really asked. Like, where do you want to be spending your time? Where it's, you know, it's always like, how much money are you going to make? How much, where are you going to this? Like, what kind of house are you going to have? Like, none of like, are you actually happy? What is something that you enjoy doing? Because like, those are very important pieces to the puzzle that like, somehow just like, aren't important. And this process of like, trying to find yourself, at least for the people I feel like, like I was guided by through college. Um, and again, you know, I'm Kelly and I are also first gen college students. We also were like, what the fuck are we doing? 
what am I doing here? <laughs> I don't know. So like, it's not like our parents necessarily had all the answers either. And even for people whose parents have gone to college, they don't have all the answers either. We're all like, it's a shit show <laughs> basically. And I just don't feel like that question is asked enough. Like, like truly, like what is going to make you happy? Like what, what is something that's important to you? Where do you want to be spending your time? Like seriously, Exactly. And it doesn't matter what your answer is. Like your answer can be like so ridiculous. But if that's what makes you happy, and I feel like ridiculous is like not even a fair thing to say. Like it's not ridiculous. It might be ridiculous and compared to the standards that like you're surrounded by, but it doesn't mean that it's ridiculous. Like it's totally valid. And I think that that's what's like so missing. Um, and like higher education and just like people growing up, period. Yeah pressure that I put on myself with school was, oh my God, I need to do something that's going to make me a whole lot of money. And I know for me, the biggest thing is I'm Mexican and Brazilian. I speak Spanish and Portuguese, Spanish a little, both of them a little brokenly, but I can hold a decent conversation. And for my parents, they were always like, oh, you should get a government job. You should do something like this. Take advantage of those languages. And I'm like, that just, yeah. Can I make a lot of money? Do I like money? Yes. But like, do I really want to do that? No, that's not something that makes me happy whatsoever. So it's like, I felt like this pressure of like, okay, if I'm going to make this big step of going to college, I got to do something that's going to, you know, really impress everybody that my parents can be proud of. And even then to this day, my dad also be like, what did you graduate with again? And I'm like, strategic communications, dad. Like I got to explain <laughs> it. Even then I got to put in comunicación estrategia. And I'm like, there it is however you want to translate that however you want to explain it figure it out but that's what it is and finally it was like I took a step back around the time I right when I turned 25 I was like oh my god like it's here I'm in my <laughs> mid and I was like I'm not happy <laughs> so what is it that I can do to get myself there and then finally it's just like I had to think of all these things like you know what is it that I feel like I didn't give enough of a chance to and I've always really been into music I have always loved music with a passion I mean literally singing in the shower I'll have a whole ass concert just to myself and my bar of soap and I've always really really loved it but I felt like it was something that I couldn't really get anywhere with or do anything so I would never really pursued it or put much thought into it and so now as a young adult being able to be like I can pay for my own singing lessons I can pay for my own equipment I can do things for myself I'm like that's something that's gonna make me happy and it's something that I'm doing it for myself is it gonna make me a whole lot of money like right now probably not could it get somewhere in the future honestly hopefully but it's something that I want to completely do for myself and even had like my parents be like are you sure you want to do that like what like where what's the end goal with this and I'm like for right now it's just what I'm doing in the moment and whatever happens is gonna happen and it's just something that's making me happy so that's all I can ask for for right now it's something to take a step back from the everyday the waking up going to work going to the gym going to the grocery store cleaning going to sleep going back to work it's taking a step back to be like all right let me do this thing for myself Wow. I'm like so excited for you. And our next question kind of jumps into like, how have you changed? Right. And I feel like, I mean, just that process of like choosing yourself and like investing in something like not even time, money, like everything for something that is important to you. Like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. And to only be 25. 
I feel like there's so many people who like don't do that until they're like 40, 50. Like that's why midlife crisis is a thing, you know? So like, I think that that's like so powerful. So I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. I'm like really like, not to be like, oh my God, me. Like, I'm just really excited for myself too, because I think I've gotten to a point in my life where like, in like the nicest way possible, like nobody can tell me shit. Like if someone's like, you're ugly and I'm all like, mm, cool, at least I'm happy. Like whatever it is, like I could care less. Like I feel like obviously like I'm still sensitive. Like there's still little things that get to me here and there. But at the end of the day, like I'm very, very secure in who I am as a person. Like nobody can tell me anything. Like I'm going to as best as I can stand up for myself. Um, just own up to my own mistakes be like you know what I happened but at least I can learn from it and move on and figure it out I you know still have a little a bit of a hard time admitting that I'm wrong but I'm working on that <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm like <laughs> that's one thing I'm still working on but when I'm trying to you know if I have little disagreements or I have little arguments I, I try my best to be like hey let me reflect and really see where it is that I went wrong because then I can go and be like all right, let's learn from this and let's grow. So then that way the next situation can be a lot better. And you obviously want to be like, oh, there's not going to be a next situation because I'm going to be so better. There's always going to be a next situation. There's always going to be some disagreement. You're going to have some problem, whether it is with somebody else or even just within yourself. So I just got to be like, hey, like, I got to own up to whatever it is that I did. If this other person didn't, isn't going to own up to what they did, I have to be comfortable and feel safe within myself as well to be like, you know what, even if they didn't apologize, even if they can't acknowledge it, then I still have to be okay with myself and what I did and what I can learn in the situation. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like you're just preaching acceptance, forgiveness, like all these really freaking hard things because it's so, it is so hard to do with like just the pressures. Like I call it chirping. <laughs> all the chirping that's like happening around you all the time and like when you are like a young person and you don't really know what you're doing and so it feels really easy for people to like poke a hole in like your hot air that you're <laughs> blowing out basically in a sense because I mean as a young person I felt like I was doing that a lot like I was just kind of like bullshitting to make myself sound good even though I had no idea what the fuck I was doing and like was I don't know so yeah someone could easily just like you know Pop say something or do yeah pop my bubble and then I'm like fuck someone saw through me but like I feel like taking this step to be like yeah like I'm human and like I am a hot mess and like I am figuring it out what are you gonna do about it <laughs> you exactly. know owning that it it makes it so much easier to like have the confidence to be like yeah I am I am owning my shit <laughs> or yeah I am a hot mess come at me <laughs> like the most like perfect or just picture perfect they're usually like honestly usually the most like broken people but when they're able to acknowledge their their mistakes their mm. their flaws but still be able to be like you know what I have all of this but I still love myself at the end of the day mm. I am who I am and I'm trying to be like better it's different when you're like stuck when you're like this is who I am like like when you're stuck like that then that's really really difficult but it's like hey this is how I am but I'm going to try and get better you're never mm -hmm. gonna like, make being who you are an excuse for anything yeah. absolutely I think that that's really good advice 
I'm just listening, honestly. I'm just like, wow. Take yeah. all in. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where you were when you're like, in school being like where the what the fuck am I doing like I feel like that's exactly where I am so I'm just like taking notes over here no 100% and that's what gets you you're just like it all of a sudden like hits you it's like you're you're working 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 and you're trying to get these good grades and everything's moving so fast and all of a sudden it just comes to like a halt and you're just like what the fuck just happened and what is about to happen like you don't even like stuck in this place and you're like I need to figure out what it is that I need to do like you become responsible for so many different things and it's it's so difficult but it's honestly just taking it day by day Mm -hmm. and it's like of course you have people that love you of course you have your family of course you have like you know your sister um and everything like that but at the end of the day you gotta have yourself you have to have yourself have your own back and you have to be able to defend and stand up for yourself because if not people are gonna walk all over you and especially right after college when I was doing different internships things like that like I just felt like I wanted to impress people I wanted to make people like me I wanted to like stand out so much and I ended up losing a big part of myself because I was just like I'm not happy I'm not doing this for like anybody at like for not myself. I'm doing it for not myself. And I am just getting taken advantage of. And other people see that other people see those little broken walls. And there's going to be bad people that are going to see those little broken pieces and be like, all right, let's get her in comparison to other people that are like, hey, like, let's help her grow. Let's, you know, because I got to be completely filled in for myself. Because if not, other people are going to see that and 100% take advantage of it. And it sucks. But there's people like that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I feel like it's so powerful. And I'm so curious, um, With you've shared so much great stuff, but what is it that you really want people to gain from this, from your story, from your rejection of so many things? Like, I feel like you've named mental health, stereotypes, just like the journey of self-acceptance and self-love. Um, what do you What do you really hope people to gain? 100%. I think that something that I preach a lot, I, Kayla, I told you this little story about how working in retail, that there'll be women that come up to me, especially a lot of older women, which I've noticed that definitely within like teenagers that come in, like closer to my age, women come in and older women come in that the older women will be like, you know, what are, what are people doing nowadays? Like, what is, what makeup should I be wearing? What? And I honestly just like, what I want to say is like, bitch, wear whatever the fuck you want. Like wear what you want to wear. If you want to wear glittery blue eyeshadow and a pink lip and you feel comfortable with that, you rock it. Like you do what it is that you want to do. I feel like so many people are worried about what other people are going to say or what other people are going to think. And I mean, like with me, I know that it's like, oh, what are, what are my parents going to think? What are my friends going to think? What, what is, you know, society going to think of me if I'm not this like cookie cutter idea of what they want me to be? What if, you know, me pursuing singing is going to um, upset my parents or whatever it is? Like, I just have to completely let go of all of that and just be like, hey, if this is what I want to do, if this is what is going to make me happy, if this is me being my truest self, then I need to go for it and I need to do it. Because at the end of the day, I've got myself and I hope that the people that truly have my back are going to stand with me and say, you know what? Yeah, like 
you, I see that you're happy. I see that you're glowing. I see that you're doing this. You need to continue to do this. And I just want, I, it's a, it's a tough mentality to have, but you honestly just have to be really positive and you just have to be there for yourself and say, Hey, like I'm owning my own shit. I am 100% myself. I'm comfortable with myself. I'm confident in myself. I love myself and nobody else can take that away from me. Boom. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Like, damn, that's some powerful shit. Like, so I feel like I, it's really, really exciting. And like, I'm so happy for you to know that like, you're now in this place of like owning your shit because everyone deserves to own their shit. And like, I'm going to keep saying own their shit, own their shit, own, own your shit because, because What's so beautiful about you owning your shit, Paula, is that everyone else in your life, your sister, your family, your friends, everyone else is going to see you owning your shit and they're going to be like, damn, like, you know, they can take it two ways. They can be, you know, take it the bad way and be like envious, talk shit, whatever. Or they can take it the way like, damn, she's owning her shit. Why am I not owning my shit? And that's giving them per- permission to own their shit. And then and then it's a ch- huge chain reaction. So, like, I feel like you stepping into this and stepping into your power and, like, owning your shit, I feel like it's just doing so much for other people to own their shit, too. So I'm just so proud of you. And keep doing it. Don't give up. Don't give up. I feel like I've definitely even been like, damn, I need to get my shit together over here. Like... <laughs> 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 but no, that's okay. there's gonna be people that are gonna be like, oh, like who does she think she is? Like whatever it is, it's all like I. Who do you care? Right. Who I think I am. It doesn't matter. Like you, like just exactly like you saying, like you just gotta own your own mm-hmm. shit and take it for what it is. Like whatever shit that you can own at this moment, own it. Other shit that you can't own, you'll figure out and you'll work on owning it. Like it's all such a process. It's not gonna happen all at once. I'm. Still going through it. I'm still trying to figure it out. There's so many things that, like, yeah, maybe that's that's some shit I haven't owned up to yet. But we're getting there. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so easy to like. <laughs> you're human. You have all the grace that you want. You're doing the best that you can, and that's all that matters. So, 100%. I feel like so inspired because, again, like I said, I feel like I'm like obviously I'm like five years behind you guys and where I'm at. But I just like. Thank you for being here and sharing your story because it makes me feel like so seen and like understood that like I'm not alone and like we all go through this shit and like here's what I have to like look forward to as it goes on. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And it's able to be open to all of this at where you are in your life too. Like I don't want to say like at your age because Mm -hmm. it's like I feel like I was there but it's like to be able to be open to it because you'll be open to so many more new things Mm -hmm. that you're owning more shit like in five years from now and just being like hey like I am so much more like myself than I ever would have thought I would have been I mean I think about myself like if my 20 year old self like owned my shit like I own it now watch the fuck out (laughs) you know like shit would be so different I'm sure Pete you can feel the same way like damn if 20 year old me like owned my shit like I do now like college would have been way different like it still would have had its own challenges you know but definitely would have been different (laughs) God knew to like make me a little bit depressed because if not I would have been 
pow- too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. A little bit. Take a step back. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I again want to thank you so much for like taking the time to share your story and just like empowering others again to own their shit and like fucking just do it like what are you waiting for the only thing that's holding you back is you and like there's no reason why you can't be be a baddie and own it it is so important for us to enforce that this is a safe space we really want to give ourselves grace allow ourselves to be present with these conversations surrounding change if you've just finished listening to this offer yourself that time to reflect journal even give yourself a week two weeks a month i mean like this is a journey so don't forget that Remember, you can find this pod on any podcast streaming service and the video version is available on our YouTube. Our episodes come out on the first and third Friday of every month. Thanks for listening. And in case you didn't catch it, just just say say no. no.